I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast, where today we're talking about something called decision fatigue and how decision fatigue might be leaving you feeling tired and burnt out. Stick around and I'll share one of my top strategies for fending off this decision fatigue and feeling more in control of your energy. Okay, let's dive in. You might not have heard of decision fatigue before, but you've probably felt it. Happens to all of us. I shared a few weeks ago in our Bold Life podcast Facebook community when I found myself smack in the middle of decision fatigue. I was coming off a pretty busy time at work. I just finished the launch of my new online course, Conquer Your Inner Critic. It was a really exciting time, but I was pretty busy for a couple of months. Not only was I busy with the launch and everything that it involved, putting in some longer hours, I was also learning a lot of new skills, some new technology to make the program the best it could be, having to learn a lot of new things at the time. So my brain was having to think extra hard. It wasn't just the hours that were challenging, but it was doing something new. And all of that takes more effort, more brain resources, which means more decisions that I was having to make every day. I know I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, how our brains work best when we're in a routine. Driving to work, you go on autopilot, but when you're looking for a new store, you know, we have to turn down the radio because we need to concentrate on where we're going and really pay attention, right? Because driving to work is automatic, it's routine for your brain, so it requires way less effort and way fewer decisions than when you're trying to find something new. Happens to all of us day to day in all sorts of situations, not just driving. Some situations take a lot more brain resources and require a lot more thinking and decisions. I was in one of those situations a few weeks ago. My brain had to work extra hard for a little while. On top of it, I had a pretty busy week at work. Not the worst week of my career, but it was a little bit challenging. Allison was getting used to a new daycare, so we had a little bit more than usual going on. I was actually feeling pretty good, though. I was happy to get through my launch. Things were going well at work. Allison was pretty happy. I was getting through everything okay. I was keeping on track. I didn't really feel like I was getting behind. Everything seemed okay. Then, fast forward to the end of the week, My neighbor asked me what color of wood I wanted my new coasters for my office to be. He was making these cute little coasters with a picture of a brain from my business logo on it for my office. And he sent me this photo. It had like five or six choices for colors that the wood could be. And my brain hit a wall. I could not make a decision. I remember getting this text and just staring at it and being so indecisive. And it wasn't a big decision. All it was, was picking the color that I wanted my coasters to be. It wasn't like these were things that I was giving to someone really important as a gift. It was just something I was getting for myself to have in my office, to put my coffee mug on so it didn't wreck my desk, right? 
They all looked nice. All the colors were great. And there were only like five or six choices. But my brain had reached decision fatigue. And I actually couldn't make a choice. I remember my husband saying to me, it's not that big of a deal. Just pick one. They all look good. And I couldn't. I even showed Allison the picture. She's three, remember, and asked her which one she liked best. I did eventually manage to pick a coaster and they look amazing. Check out the Facebook group for the Bold Life podcast if you want to see them. I showed them on one of my live videos there. My neighbor's very talented with these. They're fantastic. But boy, was it a shock to me how hard it was for me to make that decision. What happened was this point, this trouble picking the color for these coasters was a sign that I had reached decision fatigue. I'd reached my mental limit for making decisions. And I had to take the night off. I actually took most of the weekend off, relax a little bit, and I felt refreshed and ready to go after that. Decision fatigue can happen to all of us. And it doesn't have to be big decisions, huge life-changing decisions that you're dealing with. It can be something as small as my wood color example that tips you over the edge. What happens is our brain only has so many resources. Each decision that we make during the day burns up some of those resources. Think of each decision that you have to make like a point. So you get up in the morning, you decide what you want to wear to work. That's one point. Then it's time for breakfast. Do I want toast or cereal for breakfast? That's another point. What jacket do I need to wear depending on the weather? That's another point. Maybe I have to make a new route to work because traffic's backed up. That's another point. How many decision points are you using up before you even start your day? Before you even get to work? Potentially a lot, right? All these little decisions take away brain resources. Then you get to work and think of all the hundreds of decisions you have to make on the job, from what to say in an email, to what project to work on first, even to who you're going to eat lunch with today. And that pattern continues when we get home at the end of the day. How many points are you using each day with all these little decisions? Tens, hundreds, thousands sometimes? It's pretty easy to see how this is going to burn you out at times. Every decision we make during the day is pulling mental resources. So often when we're feeling stressed and burnt out, we look at what's draining us physically. Maybe we're having long days, sleepless nights, we're working really hard on projects. But we forget about these small energy drainers that are taking away these brain resources every day. We forget to account for them and it can leave us burnt out and overwhelmed, especially at a time like now when we're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. And we're all making so many extra little decisions every day. You might have noticed yourself over the last eight or nine months, even though it seems like you're doing way less, maybe you're not traveling or doing a lot of social outings. Maybe you were off work for some time. You're not going out as much, but you're still burnt out. Part of this is your brain is so tired of all the new decisions that come with uncertainty and change. I say this all the time, but remember, your brain hates change. Our brains are like grumpy old men that sit in their rockers and complain when their favorite soup brand gets a new label on the can. But for real, guys, your brain is happiest when everything is even and predictable. Same routine, same job, same dinner, happy brain. Change stresses our brains out. Even good change. Your brain and your body actually react the same way to happy 
and bad stressors and changes. Losing the job and getting a promotion, your brain has the same stress response. Birth of a child or death of a loved one. It's all change for your brain and your brain reacts to that change the same way. Happy, positive change can build up that decision fatigue just the same way that stressful change can build up decision fatigue. It's all hard on our brains. And in 2020, we've all had to deal with a whole lot of change. After being at it for the good part of a year, we're feeling pretty burnt out as a result. Think about all the extra little decisions your brain has had to make over the last few months. Maybe your kids have been home from school. You're trying to decide, what do I do with them all day? How do I work from home? Who's going to work from home, me or my spouse, if we have the choice? Who's going to watch the kids when? How do we keep them busy and happy? How do we get them to see their friends still? Now we're into the summer and there's no summer camps. What do we do about that? Fall has started. Maybe you're into online schooling or distance learning. How do I schedule that? What does that look like? Do I even know how to teach my kids? So many decisions and so many extra decisions that your brain is not used to having to make. All those decisions drain your resources. Maybe you've had to totally pivot at work. I recently started using a new scheduling system for video conferencing, and even all the small decisions I had to figure out really drained me. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to figure it out, but I had to make a bunch of little decisions to learn this new information. And I was finding even things like figuring out the time zone, which link to give out, how best to record. I was feeling pretty tired at the end of the day and having a harder time doing some more activities in my evenings. If you had to shift to using any new technology through work over the past few months, like Zoom or working remotely, you know what I'm talking about here. All these new little decisions are hard on your brain. Our brains have been super thrown off their routines, and that's challenging. I know for me, when I'm in my normal groove, I'm at my best. I know how to do my regular work. I'm super efficient. I still feel energized at the end of the day. But throw in a few extra Zoom calls or some online coaching that I'm not used to doing, and I am drained. My brain has had enough. All these decisions that we have to make every day, no matter how small, take effort and energy. When we're in times of our lives, like right now, where change is happening so fast, so much of our normal routine is gone, and we're having to make even more decisions, which means burning even more mental resources. And this can be exhausting. And you might be finding yourself at that point of decision fatigue, where you just can't think to make another decision today. Even if it's a small decision, like what do you wanna have for supper or what color wood you want your new coasters to be. The best cure for decision fatigue, keeping as much of your life as routine as you can. And I know right now you're like, "Uh, Nicole, the world is pretty bonkers right now. How can I possibly find a routine? Here's what I do. Start with your old routine what you did every day a year ago when the world hadn't changed because of a global pandemic. Look at that routine you had. What parts of that routine can you keep right now? So for me, I can control my morning routine still. So I can still get up, have my same bowl of Cheerios every morning, even when I work from home. It's one less decision I have to make for my brain. Same for getting up, getting out of bed, getting dressed. For real, I know this is hard when you're working from home. It's so tempting just to stay in your jammies or something comfy all day. But actually, that decision to stay in bed or to stay in your pajamas is a decision, right? 
That's one more point, one more mental resource you're taking away, especially when your brain is used to getting up and getting dressed every day for work. For real, getting up, getting out of bed, putting some work-like clothes on is going to be easier for your brain. It'll kickstart your day and it's one less decision your brain has to make. Getting up and getting dressed every day seems simple, but it's not necessarily easy, right? Like I said, who wants to get up and get dressed when they can stay in bed all day, especially when life is kind of crazy right now and we're all feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed? It can help to remember how your brain works. My brain wants to get up and get dressed and start my day. That's the default. There's a reason that there's a ton of research on how things like snoozing your alarm clock is bad for your health and productivity. Your brain wants to get up and get going. Look at the areas of your life and figure out where you can cut down on those decisions and how you can make your life as normal and as routine as you can, even right now when so much is changing. Maybe, for example, normally when you're under stress or under pressure, you manage it by working out and you can't go to the gym right now. Sure, fair enough. But how can you put that normal exercise routine into your daily life now? For me, I'm using the like 40-year-old body brake spin bike that's been collecting dust in my basement for the past many years. Any kids from the 80s and 90s, you probably remember body brake. I, for real, have a body brake brand bike sitting in my basement that I've been using. I've had to add that new routine to my schedule. Now it's become part of my routine. I'm not going to the gym right now, but I can go home and go on this bike. One less decision that I have to do. I've added some new routines that are cutting down on my decisions as well. Right now, I'm spending more time reading, which is great for your brain, especially if a shift in your routine has meant that you're spending more time in front of your screen right now. I don't know about you, but I'm finding with the hours and hours I'm spending in front of a screen with everything being online and virtual, my eyes and my brain are feeling pretty tired at the end of the day. So I need a break. My eyes, my brain need a break from staring at that screen. And I love books. I love old school books, the real ones you can hold in your hands. I don't read books on a tablet. I read paperback books. Gives my brain a little bit of a mental break as well. All these things seem simple, right? It's simple in theory to cut down on the decisions and reduce that overwhelm. But remember, simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. Especially right now, like I said, when so much of our lives is a bit out of our control and things are changing so fast, it's hard to find that routine. It's hard to find those things that you can cut out, that you can reduce those decisions. Best advice, start small. Pick those things that you can start doing every day to cut down on the choices you have to make, whether it's taking the same route to work, eating the same breakfast every day like me, whatever it is. The fewer decisions you have to make with the day-to-day stuff, the more brain power there's left for those harder decisions like figuring out new math if you're homeschooling or figuring out the scheduling for a Zoom call and trying to get those up and running with work. Check out episode 22 of the Bold Life podcast for 10 things I do every day to save time, energy, and a little bit of money. It's full of ways that I use every day to reduce decision fatigue in my own life by making things as automatic as I can. This episode of the Bold Life Podcast is brought to you by my stress personality quiz. Your unique personality style can impact how you tackle problems, how you cope under pressure, and even the best strategies to reduce, to reach success. Take my free quiz at drnicolebyers.com slash quiz to learn your unique stress personality and get personalized tips to build confidence, fight overwhelm, and even get more done in your day. Okay. 
Let's wrap it up. Today, we talked about decision fatigue and how easily it happens. Remember, our brains only have so many resources. Each choice, no matter how small, uses those resources. The result is we can be left feeling overwhelmed and burnt out by the end of the day. How do we fix this? Make as much of those small decisions as effortless as possible through routine. Even when life seems crazy and so much is out of our control, we can control these small choices, the small things that we do. Bonus, your brain is going to feel happier, less out of control, and more confident when you're having to make less decisions day to day. Remember, 2020 isn't over yet. Don't wait until the new year to start making some of these small changes. They can have a big impact on your success and your happiness. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.